Nami amo kiki ati daki. Nami ani ati siki ratabati kotsi. Ram. 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 Ya fati iki. Do si mati aki oki. Si manatia. Manari. 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 Oh, si fia yao. Ati asi. Opeyaki o tietie. Va no si me aganeato kitiatie. Radaram. 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 Y'all, I had the most amazing quantum session, and we went into Lemuria and Atlantis, and um, I hope you enjoy that light language, by the way. I don't do that often in public, but I had an amazing quantum field session with the Divine Masculine Hunty, and I was like, where am I going to share this? Because this needs to be shared. For those of you who understand the ancient codes coming online to your remembrance and your gifts, right now we're a very, 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 very um, prophetic period where a lot of Divine Masculines are falling on their knees and having the I surrender my human will, the, my will to Divine will, to God's will. So the kingdom of heaven can be first, right? Which is a consciousness, not a, not a location. So I had an amazing quantum field session with the Divine Masculine, who is in Ireland, a very deep root there. Um, if you understand Goddess Bridget, then you understand Ireland. Um, there's also a lot of amazing grid lines there for ancient spirituality and ancient gifts and ancient consciousness to come back online. Um, now, during my quantum sessions it's really about relaxing and allowing my client to really have an experience so um, he said I can share which I'm so grateful for because the download was so big but this has a lot of mm, I would say moments like a lot of realizations of you know where we all are individually so please Take a couple deep breaths, feel out the energy, take what resonates. Um, also really reflect on this time of how you are showing up to your own self because there is a lot here. And we have to understand the entire purpose of Christ consciousness and the dance between um, the violet flame, the sacred union, and of course the teacher aspect of it as light workers. How pure are you? How true are you? How transparent are you through these constant shifts of evolution? Because we are understanding that the veils are becoming very thin and a lot of people are having a lot of um, in and out energy, experiencing two different worlds, but really we are in three worlds <laughs> and we are the bridge of heaven. And humanity and again it's not a location it's a consciousness okay so when we enter the quantum field it was very um, apparent that we are going to Atlantis timelines I knew we were in Atlantis through the motion of his own um, explanation of what he saw and it was the aspect of the gold I am but also understanding how there was a fall of consciousness through a lot of different experiences that he had. So 
a lot of mermaids and sirens were present here. Now, listen to when I say this because this is also very important. Um, as we are diving into sacred sexuality, this is the year seven of the divine lovers and also understanding what it is to be a holy, pure expression of sensuality versus, um, you know, someone who's very provocative and very loose in their energy and teaching that. The reason why this is so important is because that is basically the key elements to the masculine's journey and how through the initiations and um, activations of the siren call, the masculine does rise. The other day I posted a, a quote in regards to the masculine and how masculine should be initiated at the age of 13 by their parents. Um, but a lot of us, all of us really, had never really been properly initiated nor properly treated as a soul. We were programmed. We were born. We were labeled as a race. We were labeled as a religion. We were labeled as a name. We were labeled as this is your bloodline. This is who you are. This is what you do. And all of the wounds from our parents were also placed on us. But remember, everything is a choice. We as souls have made these choices. So there's no victimizations or resentment or pointing the finger. But at the same time, a lot of divine masculines were not properly initiated. And because of that, by the age of 13 to 16, a lot of divine masculines went into sexual trauma. And it is trauma when you are talking about having multiple partners at such a young age or very... Um, confused about their own sexuality, being molested by family members, neighbors, even people in churches and religion and so forth. Okay, so these are the type of topics that go through my sacred container. So obviously my work is purposely for healing and to liberate. But of course, the energy is heavy, right? It's not like what you see online. That's why I have spaces that are sacred, which means safe, so you can be seen, because this is really about being seen and really liberating yourself from judgment, which is basically your own self-judgment of your own hidden secrets. So when we went into Atlanta's timelines, right away he told me he merged from the ocean in um, a gold boat, and all he saw were mermaids all around, and behind the mermaids were a cave, and he felt a light and a presence in the cave. Now, this is very important because this masculine also said, right, I never got initiated. I grew up in a single mom. Um, my mom was basically treating me like I was her husband. It's the story of the divine masculines over and over again, which is really beautiful to hear because, you know, a lot of people don't really click that part in that the mother wound is a part of the karmic cycle and the mother is not really protecting him what she's doing is protecting him from finding out who he really is which is actually just um, feeding the ego and masculine's jobs are really hard because the thing is they have such deep mother wounds that they project on females okay by the way this is not really about sex, it's an energy, so just flow. I'm just giving you a real-life quantum session that I have so you guys can feel what is coming forward. Um, and this is for everybody because everybody is going to tap into this no matter what, okay? So it's very important that we realize this is the, the, the lineage healing that we're doing, but also a part of releasing um, 
toxic patterns from ancient timelines. Now, it's very important because the siren call is really about finding the voice of your authentic self. But there's also the sirens, which are very sexually oriented females that molest men, take advantage of men, you know, suck their energy, basically. And this is what this masculine went through from the age of 13 to 16. He found himself in a siren call without even being aware of it at that age because he obviously was so programmed that he was believing that, you know, the story of his family and his bloodline and social dynamics and all that. So he said he was having an experience again through Atlantis about the sirens, but the sirens were just using him for his energy and really just wiping away more of his soul's truth and putting towards more of the fallen consciousness, which is the ego self. But he said he had to go through a lot of these mermaids to go into the cave because he felt intuitively it was the cave that he had to reach. Um, now, this is very important too because I know for me specifically, I know a lot of masculines look at me and I'm very free with my body and they think that I am whatever you guys think. That's none of my business. That's your own judgment towards me. But a lot of people use sexual energy as manipulation and um, you know, wanting things from other people. And it could simply be energy or it could be money, it could be validation, it could be comfort, it could be all the lack and the wound and the shadow that one has not, has, hasn't really dived into. So he was going through that and he was saying he felt every time he went to a siren who was calling him, it felt like his soul was being even more ripped apart. And he didn't understand it because he knew he was going back into a timeline that Atlantis that he really wanted to experience, but it felt very, um, it felt very traumatic. And all he wanted to do was get into the cave because the whole time all he wanted to do was experience what was going on in his, in his own soul's print. So the one thing I had to do is reassure him, you know, follow where you are being led. There is a purpose behind it. Yes, it may hurt, but I promise you we will receive clarity. And every time we kept going to another siren call, it, he said it kept feeling, feeling a little bit more high pitch, like very unpleasant, like a nails on the chalkboard type of feeling. But he kept being allured by it and kept having dances with each siren, meaning he was having sexual experiences with these um, mermaids. <clears throat> And we came to a realization that all of that had to happen so he could actually wake up his soul and realize that there is something that is going on deeper within his own energy field that needs clearing, that needs purification. And the only way to get there is through that cave. Why? Because in that cave was a mermaid, but that mermaid was actually a divine feminine, was the mother, was the empress, was the goddess from Lumeria, the civilization prior to Atlantis, meaning she is in higher consciousness and she sits in the cave because she doesn't go out and find him. He has to find her and to find her, he has to go through his journey and through his journey, he had to close out timelines. So he realized that as we we're in our session and he felt a little bit more um, safer in that energy and he also had a lot of clarity. 
he also cried during the session, which was very beautiful. And he said to me that his tears felt like gold thick nectar coming down because it was so suppressed through his emotional body, which his, is his inner child. So before he entered the cave, he had to actually look back and look at the sirens that he um, that he had to interact with and he had to forgive him, right? We said to them, like, while we're in the session, it's time to forgive them. Can you forgive them? And he said, well, that means I have to forgive myself. I said, yes, you do. But he specifically said, I can't forgive them until I see my mother. And I said, what do you mean? Mother who? And he's like, my mother in this life, I have to forgive her because she has been putting a lot of energy on me that is not mine. And I realized that she is not actually my mother. She is someone who has allowed me to come and fulfill my mission. And if anybody knows me, this is my teaching. As hard as it is to hear or even teach some days, it's very true. And I said, you have come to the right place. Bring forth your mother. So we had a beautiful ceremony for his mother. And then when we um, addressed the issue and the real issue, which could go through a lot of different layers of um, inner child trauma, but also a representation of the past life, right? The mother could have been, you know, his wife in a past life, could have been a child in the past life. He could have been her mother in a past life. All of these different scenarios that were being felt and being honored. And every time we went through the past lives of the mother, it was like he was erasing all the sirens that he had to go through to become who he really was. And through that forgiveness exercise, we closed out all of those energies and he was ready to enter the cave. And it was so beautiful because he was so nervous to enter the cave. And the reason being is because he knew that he was going to actually see his true feminine within himself that he's been running away from for so many lives. And, um, and during the session, you know, there are moments when he will say to me, like, Goddess Michelle, before I go in there, should I do anything? And I said, of course, you should have an offering. Put an offering towards your heart and bring it forth to this goddess. And when he opened up the cave, she was there. And I said to him, how does she look? And he just said, beautiful. Like, there is no description of what she looks like. She's like, it was like this aspect of a, a very transparent physical body, yet covered in seashells and gold, like definitely in, in embracing his inner child and his imagination of what a real mermaid would look like. And um, it was more of her energy, so beautiful, like so precious, so pure, not like the other sirens. And I said to him, go give her give her your offering. And when he did, he had his own little personal moment, which I'm not going to share because everything is very personal. But when he did, he realized who she was. And he said, holy fuck, I have a divine counterpart and I know who she is. <clears throat> and I said, okay, amazing. Um, but let's close out the session before we really go. I said, what do you want her to what does, what do you want from her at this moment in time? And he basically just said, I want your heart. I want your heart because my heart is yours. 
And they went into a moment of sacred union in a sense, like the marriage. And then we exited out of there just because he was exhausted and I was exhausted. We went over two hours. So I think this is such a cool experience to share because one, as someone who's teaching these energies, we understand that sexual energy is so out there, but yet who are you, right? Are you the siren? You can be a man or a woman. Just ask yourself, really, are you those sirens that he had to go through? Or are you that one that's in the cave? You know, who are you? And um, are you happy being that? I think that's the most important thing. I think that was such an amazing experience to have with him. And I'm so grateful to um, have that experience with him because I did have um, sacred sexuality with him as an eight-week program prior to this. So, you know, there was a lot of, wow, there was a lot of transformation. There was a lot of like, you know, a lot of, a lot of awareness that he was looking for and he finally received. But as a teacher, when I went through that and left it, I said, you know what, I wonder if, my tribe would love to hear this story. And I asked, can I share? And he said, yes. And I, he said, I trust you. I know you so well. He's like, I know you'll use your discernment. Like I've been following you for a while. Goddess Michelle, please go ahead. It would be my honor. And, you know, my whole purpose behind this is to say, really, who are you? And it's not who you project yourself to be to the outer world, meaning, you know, the judgment that people have on you. It's like, who are you really? Are you a siren? Or are you that mermaid? Are you the true Lemurian goddess that's sitting in the cave? And while you're in the cave, all you're doing is working in the higher realms, receiving all your priestess codes and trusting and, you know, um, clearing and holding space and going deep into the underworld and doing what you need to do as a divine, pure light. Um, you know, it was just very interesting and definitely a confirmation of the Divine Masculine's journey. I've worked with Divine Masculines now for five years. And of course, not not one story is the same, but yet there's so much similarity to the Divine Masculine template. And Divine Masculine template is not a sex. It's not a man or a woman. It is the experience your soul has chose, the contract your soul has chose to be here. So at this point, we're reaching a very magical time. And this new moon in Pisces is going to be even more mystical. So, you know, there's a reason why this is also being shared today. So you can allow yourself to be mystical and you can allow yourself to be open to receiving quantum sessions and having deep experiences like this, because there will be clarity. There will be a gift given and whatever it is, it is, you know, um, you know, when it comes to divine counterpart, there is no greater gift. Because the thing is, it's like, you know, you are on your path and you know that you're leaving a legacy in the end of the day and your gifts do come through. Um, the other thing is starting this episode with light language or um, a dialogue that is more ancient and more playful, because I definitely did it more playful because sometimes it can kind of sound a little, you know scary I'm not gonna lie um it's 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 an activation for you to really 
be invited into mystical mystical energy and know that you're safe there and experience with the feelings and how it really interacts with your own coding. Um, if you understand Lumeria and Atlantis, you, you understand that you're here for a very big purpose and a very big mission and it does have a lot to do with a lot of karmic closure and it has to do a lot with your bloodline lineage and then of course um, your your views and your beliefs on the matrix right the 3d template so there's a lot surfacing here and I want to share that with you I didn't know where to share it so I hope this resonates I hope you guys like it please let me know if you do if you hear this episode send me a message I love hearing feedback um, share this episode if it resonates. I don't know how clear it was. I'm always in and out of different realms when I am sharing, but um, also know that you are invited to work with me. You know, I do offer so many different offerings um, and it, it's really a magical time to really, you know, anchor these higher codes and know you are safe to experience and dance with your true gifts versus what this world has programmed all of us to do and you know this new moon is really about inviting and evoking these deep mysterious mysterious energies within yourself so you can really activate your own deepest truth and show up show up transparent i always say come to the temple naked this is why i do show my body a lot because i'm trying to show all my insecurities all my scars all of my um, wounds all of my past traumas and I'm like this is who I am like you know what I mean like if you don't like it too motherfucking bad like there's a, a there's a little bit of a warrior in this energy too come to the temple naked and know that you are safe because that's where you find your inner power and your inner strength right so we're talking about goddess Shekmet or goddess Kali uh, even having a lot of different um a lot of different priestess i'm hearing the avalon priestesses right so it's a lot of this amazing mystical inner experience and it's all about transmuting that and really understanding you know how do you use it not in a um karmic ish type of way meaning projecting it meaning just really holding it and building on it and creating a very playful innocent energy like I did with the um, beginning of this episode you know can it tickle you in ways that you haven't felt ticklish before and allow yourself to be pure and allow yourself to be purified okay um, so yeah I love you guys so much happy new moon blessings and yeah please let me know if this episode resonates and if you do want your own session you guys can contact me via dm or email or even through my website all right blessings